For the majority of my life, I have been passionate and dedicated about changing lives and growing businesses through synthesizing from the very best their strategies, their tactics, their mindset techniques to help you and your business grow. Join me as we take it to the next level. Welcome to The Tom Ferry Show. Hey, welcome to The Tom Ferry Show. This is going to be the most important conversation I have ever had with you. So I need you to have 100% attention. Whether you're in the car or you're on the treadmill or you're watching this on a big screen, you're with your office mates, wherever you are, listen to me. In January of this year, I sat down with a large percentage of our best coaching clients, our elite clients, and I said to them, I have a vision for all of you. Now let me preface before I explain the vision. I did show them this slide. Now, if you don't know Game of Thrones, if you're not familiar with this, but you understand the phrase, winter is coming. Now you say, wait a minute, Tom Ferry, are you, are you predicting that the world is about to collapse and then, oh my goodness, and the whole economy? No, but I am smart enough to pay attention to the fact that we've been in basically 11 to 11 and a half years of a bull market and I'm watching a lot of people make a lot of money and in many cases, they're not making good decisions with their cash. I'm a huge fan of the book, The Slight Edge. Right? It's Emerson's favorite, you know, famous quote, do the thing, have the power. Do not the thing, have not the power. If I'm watching a whole bunch of people buying new cars, upgrading fancy houses, stacking on debt in an economy that's going like this, eventually things adjust. And when they do, the people that are not sitting in a good cash position, the people that are sitting in, they're riddled with debt. The people that don't have the discipline to pay their taxes on time, you and I both know those people are in trouble. I am in no way, shape, or form predicting another seven, eight, nine, you know, 10 of what happened to us a decade ago. And I'm smart enough to know after 31 years of doing this that what goes up eventually goes back down. And I want you, you to be in the best position possible. This is what I was sharing with my best clients. And then I said to them, let me give you my vision. And I actually asked them to write it down and I want you to do the same, you ready? And let's do it in the form of a hashtag. It'll be somewhere on the screen. Hashtag NDBSTPCF. Think about it. And then of course I looked at him and said, now what does that mean? And you know, you got all these hyper productive rock stars that are super competitive. They're like, okay, ND means this and BS is what? Oh, Ferry, hold on, what's going on here? And then, you know, TP, like, is that Thomas and Patrick Ferry? Like, what is that? And I said, let me explain. My vision for you, I don't care where you are in the world watching this, is you have no debt, ND, no debt. Now, I like real estate debt but I'm talking about the 19% APR you've got on a Visa or a MasterCard or that line of credit that you're paying 7.5% to. I'm talking about the stupid debt that is the monkey on your back that puts you in a position where you have to make phone calls versus I want to make phone calls or worse, right? The debt is emotionally draining you and putting you in a position where you are an energy sucking, commission breath salesperson. I can't have that. I want you to be debt free. Can you accept that? You're saying, God, Tom, you're kind of intense here. You're right, I'm intense. In 2006, I was running around saying to everybody, hey, you know what? Something's not right here. Like, this is definitely not right. You need to stop all the dumb stuff you're doing with your money. You need to pay off all your debts. You need to put yourself in the best position possible. You need to sell all those stupid investment properties you bought for no money down. Because if anything adjusts, you're going to be in trouble. And you know what? A lot of people listen to me. Unfortunately, I couldn't talk to every single agent on the planet and a lot of people got hurt. You know what I'm talking about. 
I am not saying it's going back there. But what if it did? What if it did? You know my concern is? If you're riddled with debt today and you're not doing the work that gives your business the power, what happens when the economy makes a slight adjustment? All you have to do in the US is look back to last year when all of a sudden interest rates adjusted and everything slowed down. And I watched CEOs of companies and individual agents start freaking out because suddenly listings weren't selling in 14 seconds. What if you were in a position where you had no debt? Just think about that. If you had zero debt, no student loans, you got your house, right? That's your mortgage, right? If you own rental properties, someone else is paying the rent, right? Someone else is paying the mortgage. You know the stupid debt I'm referring to. So that was the ND that I shared with my clients. The second thing I said is BS is a big savings account. Now that's gonna be relative to everybody, right? So a big savings account to you could be, you got $10,000 in the bank. It could be for another person that they got a million dollars in the bank. I have a client of mine, and I, in fairness to him, I will not say his name, that when I started with him a year ago, the most money he'd ever had in a savings account was $100,000. Today he's got $750,000 in cash in his account. Now. When you're talking to a real estate agent that's selling a lot of houses and they've got $750,000 in cash and no debt, do you think that person's happier? How do you think that person communicates with their spouse? Now, did he do it on a Tuesday? No, you know what he did? Exactly the stuff I'm gonna to talk to you about today. He took the same four principles and he just applied them. And when you do the same, you're going to win and you're gonna be happy and then I'm gonna be walking through an airport somewhere and who knows where I am in the world and you're gonna walk up to me and you're gonna say, I watched that show and you know what? I listened, I'm debt free, I got a big savings account and you know what? I wasn't broken before but I feel a whole lot better now because I got choices and options and I don't have that stupid debt monkey on my back Thank you, Tom Ferry, and I'm gonna give you a giant hug. We're gonna take a selfie. I'm gonna high five you 16 times and say keep texting me every day because I wanna hear more. I want that from you. If there's 10 of you watching this right now in your office, I'm talking to each one of you. If you're watching me right now on your iPhone, I am talking to you. No debt, big savings. That's the first part. The next one, taxes are paid on time and you're okay with it. Now there's, there's two parts to that. I know too many agents today that you get a check for $10,000 and you say to yourself, I have $10,000. Not if you live in the US and Canada, you don't. If you get a check for $10,000, you know what you really have? You have 6,500, maybe 5,000, depending upon what your tax bracket is. That's the reality. So we have to shift our thinking and I'm gonna give you some very tactical things I want you to do. But I will tell you, and I got Mark right here who was also at the event. When I asked all of our clients, how many of you, you're paying your taxes quarterly, it was like 90% of the room raised their hands and my heart went pitter-patter. You with me? Because what that tells me is they understand like taxes are just a part of the game, right? Nobody wants to pay them, but you pay them anyway because that's what we do. And you just, you just say to yourself, I don't have 10,000, I got 6,500 and the money goes to the tax account and I pay Uncle Sam or Revenue Canada or wherever you are in the world, right? Revenue Germany. And you know what? It just is what it is. That's the game. But if you complain about it and you make it an issue and you, you avoid it and you put your head in the sand, which people do, and then guess what happens? You wake up and you're like, I got money in the bank. <laughs> and Revenue Canada says, no, you don't. And they take it all on a Tuesday. You're now in a massive state of desperation. And what if you also don't have a big savings and you're real with that? Listen, it's not just real estate. It's not just mortgage. It's not just entrepreneurs. Everybody deals with this stuff. Not enough of us are talking about managing your money and organizing your thoughts around your money, getting your emotions in check with your money. 
you have the unbelievable opportunity to go out and bring value to the marketplace and get rewarded for that value every day. But if you squander the cash, you're screwed. Does that make sense? So NDBSTP and the last one, you probably guessed it, is cash flow, right? I want you to be in a position, whether it's in one year, three years, five years, 10 years, 20 years from now, where you're in a position where you don't have to work. You, you work because you choose to, but you bought enough investment properties, you put a ton of cash in it, something as simple as municipal bonds, and you're getting tax-free revenue from that. Like, and I'm not, I'm not a financial planner, I'm just giving you examples, right? You make those choices, you make those good decisions, and you know what happens? You put yourself in a position where life is extraordinary from a financial standpoint, and all it does is give you options, and that's what I want. So if you're on board with me, if you're watching this right now, I wanna to talk to you about basically five recommendations, five things that I told others to do, and I'm gonna tell you about one of them today, who has absolutely killed it, and you can do the same. I don't care what position you're in. I had one client who was $17 million in debt, and we paid it off. Now, you're probably saying, oh my goodness, like that's bananas, I got 17,000, or I got, maybe you got 170,000. Listen, you wouldn't be the worst case scenario. I have dealt with people that had worse situations, that they borrowed a bunch of money, and then the company went sideways, and they were on the, the note to pay all that off, and they did. And if they can do that, you can do it too. But there's five steps you gotta follow to make it happen. So let's go through them. Number one is pretty obvious, you ready? You gotta get serious around why this is a must for you. You literally have to say, you might be watching this right now and if you're at your home, you might be saying, God darn it, like, I am sick and tired of having debt. I'm sick and tired of phone calls from bill collectors. I'm sick and tired of going rich, poor, rich, poor, rich, poor. And if you are, I say good for you. Hey, it's Tom. If you've been listening to me for a while, you've heard me say repeatedly over and over again, we are living in the review economy. That's right, consumers are making decisions based upon reviews. With that said, I'm looking to get this podcast into the minds of more amazing people just like you. You can help. Would you go to Apple Podcasts and write a review? Tell them what you think. Hey, one star, five stars, make up your own number of stars. Totally fine by me, but please, Go to Apple Podcast and write a review. It means the world to me. Thanks in advance. Now, let's get back to the show. Because it requires some motivation to get off your butt and start doing the right things every single day. So here's my advice. This is what my wife and I did a million years ago. We sat down and said, okay, we just got married, right? My debt, your debt, oh, this is ugly, right? We're living in a house together that we own. That's great. We're building up some equity there. That's great. We were both making, you know, decent amounts of money 28 years ago, right? But we're like, wait a minute, we're riddled with debt. And I said, baby, what's our motivation? Like, why do we want to do this? Why is it a must for us? Because if it's not a must for the two of us, if one of us gets all fired up about it, the other one is still in the habit of buying dumb stuff and making bad decisions and making emotional decisions with money, you're going to have conflict. That's not good. There is a stat, and I don't want to misquote it, but I want to say they say like 50% of all marriages end because of financial reasons, right? I don't, I don't think they're ending because they're like, God, we have too much money. Maybe we should separate. I don't think that happens. I think they've got conflict around their values and choices and decisions. So if you're married, as I am, or you've got a significant other, someone that you love and respect and care for deeply, you sit down together and you say, let's list out the 20 reasons why having no debt, big savings, 
paying our taxes on time and creating cash flow is a must for us. Not something that we would like to do, but an absolute must. And you'll list out 20 reasons. Five is never enough. The first seven or eight are going to sound stupid and vanilla. I know I've done it a million times, but when you get to 16, 17 and 18, you're digging into your soul and your heart. And you're saying, this is why it really matters to me. Because when I was in third grade, mother Teresa told me I would never do anything. And you know, this person fired me and said that I would always be a loser. And you know, when you find that motivation, you're going to get focused. And that's where it begins. Until you make this so important to you, you know what you'll do? Boop, boop, boop. You know what that's called? You'll live in a coma. You'll live in a coma, which is what most people are doing, right? Here we are in one of the greatest economies ever, abundance everywhere, real estate prices going up, money being created at a level that is just unbelievable. It's bananas. And there's some people that are in this economy and they're dying because they're making stupid decisions with their cash. You with me? So number one is get clear on why it's an absolute must. Number two is very tactical. I want you to do an analysis. I want you to take all of your debt together. I'm not talking about your real estate debt. I'm talking about all that silly other debt. You know what I'm talking about. Student loans, stop complaining. You went to college, pay it off. That's your responsibility. The credit card that you got that you maxed out and you bought a bunch of dumb stuff probably sitting inside your house right now. Like you. Throw all that stuff away. Do you get my intensity on this? Like you made a bunch of dumb decisions. Now let's get focused, give yourself some emotional, like, hey, let it go and let's pay it off. But my advice is you always want to take, hey, where do I have the most amount of debt and what is the worst interest rate? And I want to prioritize. And I remember literally sitting with my wife and we're writing on the bathroom mirror, like, okay, this visa, uh, 19%, you know, $22,000 in debt. That's got to be our first priority. Let's take the worst interest rate with that amount and let's pay that off first. Does that make sense? Now, obviously today I could say to you, there's a bunch of companies out there that maybe they'll consolidate your debt and give you a more favorable rate. If you can do that, excellent. If you can't, my advice is prioritize, get it up and visual because we know whatever we measure improves, right? Pearson's law, same rule applies. The wildly important goal is no debt, big savings, taxes paid, cash flow, right? Me and my spouse or me and my dog, whatever your relationship status is, on the same page with this, we know the reasons why we want to do it. We're going to prioritize what debts need to be paid off first. And then you know what we do? We get on the phone and we deliver value and we help clients and we do it the right way, right? So that's the obvious one. Very easy for you. List it all out. Be honest, you'll probably want to throw up in your mouth when you see it. You probably will not want to invite any of your friends to come into your bathroom because they're going to go, whoa, right? But the reality is, what if your friends are in the same situation and you rally them to maybe do the same? Think about it, right? We're always better as a team, all of us working together. That's a little advanced, I know. Right now, I'm focusing on you. I'm thinking about you, got it? Number two, you got to reset your household budget, specifically, Specifically, what I mean by that is have a budget. Too many people don't even have a budget for, hey, I know what my mortgage is, I know what my rent is, I know what my you know, cost for my kids and school and this and food. But what happens is, like we're saying to my team, it's just so easy to get on this device and start buying dumb stuff that you don't need because you're feeling emotional because you just got a check or you don't have a check and you want to reward yourself by going deeper in debt. But you know that's what people do every single day. Think about it. I want you to have a simple budget for your house. Hey, this is what I'm able to spend. Everything else, 
goes tax account or goes into my debt reduction account. It's almost like saying to yourself, it's okay for me to eat top ramen for the next year if I can pay off 60 or 70 or $80,000 in debt. I mean, listen to me. It wouldn't be the end of the world for you to, you'd probably lose weight by the way too. I mean, I, I couldn't imagine top ramen being all that good for you, but if it's all you ate, you know what I'm saying. I'm saying get control, have a budget, and start saying to yourself, I'm going to live off less short term because my long-term endeavor, my long-term focus is I wanna be in the best financial position ever. I wanna be the one in my family who breaks the cycle and creates a new family financial tree over here because I came from nothing and everyone always had nothing and everybody was always riddled with debt and we just passed it along as we died. I'm changing the family dynamic. You make that decision, my friend, you're going to win. So number one, prioritize the debt and start paying off the worst interest rate. Number two, reset the family budget and maybe start writing sticky notes around your house that says, we don't buy dumb stuff. We don't make emotional financial decisions. We don't try and make ourselves feel better by buying dumb stuff. Instead, we serve clients, we take care of each other, we love on one each other, we read more. You know what I'm saying. It's flipping the switch in your mind. And by the way, your list of the reasons why needs to be written down in your bathroom mirror. It needs to, you need to remind yourself and reinforce yourself every day because as you begin to do good and you're going to, I see it all the time, you're doing good, you're doing good, you're doing good, you're paying down the debt and you're like, oh, I deserve a reward and I put myself more in debt. Don't do that, right? Don't do that. Let's, let's get debt free. Let's have a big say, I want you to walk in the bank and I want the bank to go and they clap and they give you a trophy. You wanna talk about a trophy that every salesperson wants? I want the trophy from my bank that said, highest increase in your net savings. That would be a very cool trophy. I'm not sure if my bank would give me that, but that's something I want. Make sense? Now, next one, I gotta read you a little, a little note. So one of my longtime coaches, um, he posted this the other day and I got permission to read it. He said, hashtag NDBSTPCF. I'm living the dream about five years ago. I recall Tom saying something like this, be willing to do what others won't for the next five years so you can write your own ticket. He said, or words to that effect. He said, I really took that to heart. I've been on that five year journey and I'm happy to report I just paid off my principal residence through savings and tripling my monthly mortgage payments. I just paid my taxes, getting a refund actually because of my strict budgeting. He said, the way that Tom talked about it on that video, which by the way is the most watched video on my YouTube channel called How to Properly Manage Your Money Like the Wealthy. He said, I set up all those accounts exactly the way he did. And he said, look, he said, Tom also said, stop buying stupid, you know, stuff. And he said, well, I kind of know. He said, yeah, I got that kind of hot sports car. He said, I did. He said, but I'm going to pay it off completely with the tax refund I'm about to get. He said, so I'm zero debt. I got a big savings and I've created cash flow all in five years. Coach, congratulations. Now here's the thing. You can do the same. You can do the same, but I got two more quick points for you. Ready? Number three is a big one. I know I've said to you five and I didn't really name the first one, so this is really number three on my list. Listen to me. If Aunt Karen or Uncle Larry are doing your taxes, I, in a loving way, want to drive to your office and like punch you in the throat. I, first of all, what, what's, the, what's the next move? Are you going to list your own house for sale by owner? 
Are you gonna start cutting your own hair? Listen to me, I have two boys. If something happens to my children, do you think I'm gonna go settle for Uncle Larry as a surgeon? Do you think I'm gonna find the person that I know well who's kind of just a little bit better at uh, you know, being a doctor? No, I'm gonna go find the best possible person to help me. This is your business and taxes are important. And if you use someone who's really good, they're gonna give you great advice, get you to make good decisions, they're gonna coach you, they're gonna mentor you, and you're going to grow. But if Uncle Larry's doing your taxes because he's just a little bit better than math, you're not getting the right advice that you need. That person probably didn't set you down and say, hey, maybe you should incorporate instead of getting checks to your personal name, an LLC, an S-Corp, a C-Corp, or in Canada, like what, whatever, Corporate status is the right corporate status for you, but I know this, you're a business. You are a business and you should treat it as such. Number two, if you haven't set up quarterly tax payments and instead you're putting aside money and you're spending your money and you're putting aside money and you're spending your money and you're putting aside money and you're spending your money and then the year ends and now you owe a ton in taxes, you know that that race never turns out well. You always lose in that situation. So instead we're gonna pay ourselves money into an account, just like I talked about in that video with like almost 10 million views now, where I said the money comes in and it goes automatically into a tax account. You don't look at it, it's not your money. It goes to Revenue Canada, it goes to Uncle Sam. It's just set up just for that. And the moment you start doing that, my friend, you put yourself in a better position. Find someone who's qualified to do your taxes. Get your corporate status set up, figure out what percentage you need to be putting into that tax account and do every single check you get automatic and pay your taxes quarterly. You will feel better, the sting is less. And then the last thing I wrote down is, listen, you need to set up your accounts. You need to set up your accounts the way I described in that video and I'm not gonna go through it all now, but it's the same principle. It's setting yourself up financially to win. It's not making emotional decisions with your money. Instead, a $10,000 check comes in, it goes into the holding account, it goes to the tax account, a percentage goes to run your business, and the balance goes to your house, and it's divided appropriately based upon whatever expenses and then savings you want. That's what the smartest people do, and that's what I expect from you. And I don't care if you're making $50,000 a year right now or you're making $50,000 a week set it up the right way and get the professional help that you deserve. The last one, wrapping it up. Regarding cash flow, there's a lot of videos you can watch on how to buy real estate. There's a lot of videos you can watch on how to invest. What I wanna to say to you first and foremost is if you're riddled with debt, I don't want you thinking about buying investment properties because you're gonna be buying with too little money down, putting yourself in a not so good situation, right? I know interest rates are low. I know it's super attractive. I get it. If you're gonna buy a property, put more money down. Put yourself in the best possible position to win. So if something adjusts, you're not in trouble. Make sense, right? But first I'd say to you, before you even look at cash flow, make sure you have no debt, right? Make sure you have no debt, no stupid debt, no high interest loans, no old stuff that's gonna be a burden for you. Pay it off and then start buying properties. I'm gonna do more right, on how to buy properties and what to look for and what not to look for. But you know, as a real estate professional, you know in the mortgage business, you know as an entrepreneur, every successful person on the planet, when they, when they take their company public, what do they do? When they start selling that stock, you know what they buy? They buy real estate. 
They buy houses, they buy hotels, they buy apartment buildings, they buy land, they develop, because it is the asset for the wealthy. It's also, if you look at the commercial side, one of the only places we really have great in the US tax savings anymore. Something to think about. Now, I gave you a lot to think about. You can definitely sense my energy. I am not saying this is 2006 and the world's about to fall apart. I'm not saying that. I am saying to you, we're in this extraordinary economy and too many people are not disciplined with their money and they're making bad financial decisions. And in my heart of hearts, that hurts. And if this could be the video that shocks you into taking the right action and beginning to use the slight edge by doing the little things the right way every single day, even when you don't want to, and mastering the mundane and making your phone calls and reminding yourself and eating top ramen if you have to, if this was that moment, then I'm happy. Thanks so much for watching. Get to work.